It's, uh, it's Christopher Scase again. Um, you've probably heard the rumours. Uh, look, they're all true. Um, if the authorities do contact you, you can um, now tell them that my name uh, is actually Fabrice, the mind killer. Um, that's what I'll be technically known as now. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for, thanks for that. Um, Fabrice here. Tell man, it's um, Swudo. I'm here. I thought it was meant to be at one o'clock. We were meant to meet. I'm at the GPO, corner of um, Elizabeth Burke and Beth Streets. Um, I'm with, I'm with, um, uh, I'm with my copies of Let's Zep Six, which is good because I've got had Let's Zep Three, Let's Zep Two, and Let's Zep One, and they made them into a box set last year for remasters, I think. Um, anyway. I was wondering if you wanted to go to the um, to Wall Street for the um, the meanies. This isn't a good message, um, so I man, I can't hear you talk back. It's the worst message ever, mate. You need to get all the drugs. Have you? Um, I've got to stop asking you questions. This is getting weird. Don't worry, I won't. I will. I'll stop. I'll stop, mate. Anyway, it's, it's Woodo. So anyway, I'm here. I've got Led at six. Um, it's the one with um, the one with the wizards. But they, they, they're playing in about ten minutes, I reckon. Sorry, I, I shouldn't. Again, I shouldn't be hearing you because um, you're not there. It's, it's, it's the worst message ever, mate. The worst message. Anyway, salt man. Um, the thing is, I got to go, mate. And I think somehow there's call waiting on this phone box. Oh, right. I've got my system. I don't want to get a system overload. It says on the body, it says on the bottle of uh, wine, enjoy alcohol responsibly. Don't cop system overload. Okay, episode five. Sit back, sit right back. Uh, draw horizontal position. Lie back, in other words. That's uh, pretty much another way of saying it. Episode five. Disgusting death from above. Well, good day, suede heads. The moneyless stingrays are hovering out of the building, and the recession is finally on the way out. Since the McDonald Daddy Keating made some changes in this ridiculous joint, we finally made our way out of the existential darkness in the southern hemisphere and are looking towards greener pastures of good old mediocrity, back where we belong. Just a good old normal country which isn't on the verge of disaster. Unlike the rat things who live at my commune, if you know what I mean, this country is finally moving forward like a death in 120 Y. Slow but certain, old but reliable, orange and pathetically ugly. Part of this slight urge in the surge in the economy has finally meant that I got a job, some paid employment, and boy they boy, I got the dream job of my dreams, a living nightmare for others, but a constant joy for this massive globe wallaby, I'll tell you what. I hooked up with Cold Iron's mate, Gladiator the Hook, and he knew guys in the Chubb security. I sent my application and showed them the grainy video of me and Fuzzburn shooting the Lewis gun at Wobby's World. They were impressed. The clincher was me having a boxing match with a Romanian alligator, and finally arresting him with a super-sized packet of glad wrap. I have to admit, it was an impressive resume. Then seeing me running towards a defenceless Romanian boxer with a 22 rifle without a care in the world was as good as a you've got the job, Reginald. 
So I was even more excited when I found that my first job as a security guard was at the Pooh Coloured Pyramid. Pyramid, the Crystal Chocolate Palace, the eternal and elegant White Horse Plaza. I'd started a shift with another security guard who reminded me quite a bit of Rabbit the Hate Yabby. His name's Lasertip. He's a serious bloke who showed me the ropes of being a security guard in the best place this side of Thames Street. I told him that I'd be fine as a second-rate cop and I could do the job with my eyes closed. Many times I actually did do late-night vigilante action blind. Blind drunk or with two eye patches, that is. Running down crime scum, shooting robber pigs in the back with a vicar's machine gun, or driving Skeletor into rivers where underworld Italians were living, taking them out of action and bringing justice on this limey, pimpled, petrol-powered underbelly. So I'd been patrolling Whitehorse Plaza as his security with a thick woolen jumper with hate on the back and on the back in white electrical tape roaming and jeering at bogans, Asian gangs and aggressive 90 year olds. Nothing much happened for the first couple of shifts. I'd busted a few Ringwood High students for escaping the Outer East catchment area, screaming at them as they stepped off the train at Box Hill Station and forcing them back into the wastelands of Belgrave and Lilydale lines. That's what it was all about. People at the time, the train lines, the arterial rat lines which bring in the people which we hate. Students looking for a better life. Ultra bogans looking for speed and cheap non-whiting ale. I keep Box Hill pure and full of the right bogans and the correct dog recipients. Anyone who can, everyone else can go to hell even it straight in a hand basket a basket made for hands especially the gumbies who work for the Met completely useless and completely lacking in human warmth they just sit behind their prison window at the tall young lanky one sells drugs to all the teens what a scum package that one is a real drug selling gumby Mate, that's a good look for the transport of Victoria. Not. What is, what a cricket slinger he is. So recently there's been the scourge of gang members arriving on bus from the 90s yuppie domain, Forest Hill Chase. Sure, I know that they've got an awesome food court, movie cinemas, country road, uh, Williams the shoe man, Hugs, Hungarian specialty meats. They think they're so good, but we're the bosses, the Box Hill Mavericks, and it's my job to keep vermin and maggots under control, like a boot stomping on a pile of crooked ants. Two days ago I was standing at, and this will give you an example, so I was standing at the entrance of Whitehorse Plaza right next to the mall. This Asian gang, PIC, Filipinos in charge, starts throwing their gang signs at me. I watched American gang feels like Chufa's in charge, the Benders and Rock and Roll Nightmare. So I understood what, what I was up against, yes. But nothing prepared me for what was ahead, I can tell you. As these little students in oversized purple and mustard coloured clothes approached me, I started throwing them some counter-offensive comments like, You're more pathetic than the New People's Army! Stuff like that or Oh look at me, I'm drinking on your tiny asses. Well, that got them angry, I can tell you. They got real angry. 
They came at me with baseball bats, so I just ran. I ran like a fleeing Nazi being chased by some handsome Soviet and muscly Soviet tank bitches. In the form of men, that is. Hot, sweaty men, ripping out their commie uniforms in steaming T-34s. You know what I mean. It's an analogy. So as these little peasants ran at me with nunchucks and baseball bats and what have you, I just ran, in fear and some exhilaration. I laughed as I ran from my digger post, knowing that, in fact, I'd have the last laugh. I always, always have the last laugh. And as the PIC took over the Plaza Mall, I lay in wait, knowing that this end, this would end in gastric disaster, victory for the eye-patched imbecile. So, my shift had finally ended. The PIC were calmed out on the blue states, break dancing, hitting on girls and their grannies, singing Tagalog pirate songs. I'd sculled a few ringwoods over three hours and I'd planned the attack. I've worked out a perfect sniper shot just above the Filipino tryhards and scaled the Box Hill Central maintenance ladder. After two hours of falling, sleeping and drinking more on the roof, I was finally directly above the Zone 2 gang members. The plan was coming together and they had no idea what they were about to experience. Now, just to go back a few steps, bear with me, I previously had years of time wasting to hypothesize about this scenario. I'd been working up my body for this massive confrontation. I'd been eating expired camel meat, watching Taxi Driver, and screaming at myself in the mirror to prepare for this. The time was right, and the Great White Labrador's internal rumblings were on track for an attack of the White Horseman. So as I peered over the ledge of White Horse Plaza, with the Manila mongrels below, my stomach was working harder than a Werribee sewerage idiot. To add to my inspiration, I'd also been observing Percy Honkey's Hieronymus Bosch and Flemish beast Peter Bruegel. Now I have the answer. Like a 1500s metaphoric water-based masterpiece, my glowing huge neon ass hovered all over the edge of the roof, showering a solid radiation filth on these rookies. It was a cathartic relief as I relieved my Dutch proverb and shat on the Spanish colonials like a stuka with powerful poo cannons. They screamed in horror and scrambled into the darkness. I just laughed and wiped my ass with a blue-red bandana which they had left behind and then a Guns N' Roses bandana to back it up. As I arrived back at the entrance, my own feces under my boots, I laughed and roared with my arms at, right at me sides, sticking right out, I was the beat master, the McDonald daddy, the gang crapper. Let gremlins be rickshaws and tattoos be horrific mistakes. 